So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, but on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back to What's going on, everybody? It's that ordinary podcaster with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thickpen, and welcome back to another episode of Extraordinary Thoughts for the Ordinary Mind. What's going on, everybody? Happy Mondays. And, you know, let's just go ahead and just get straight into it. I'm an author. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a published author, you know, and I just really want to just lead with thank you. On this Monday, the first thing that I want to say is thank you. I want to say thank God for being able to wake me up, give me this gift and just allow me to be able to impact people. Thank God for the people that support me and thank God for granting me the opportunity to be able to live in this time right now. And I'm, and I'm thankful in so many ways because I remember one time I said to learn to be sensitive to your environment instead of sensitive in your environment. And that's one thing that I promised myself that I would be this entire year is be more sensitive to your environment. Don't be sensitive in it, but be sensitive to it. Learn from your environment. Listen to your environment. What the hell is your environment trying to tell you? Be open to it. And because I have been so open to my environment, the opportunities that I have been able to find myself in, you know, have just been, it's, it's just been crazy. It just seems like, you know, one different type of opportunity. And let me pause for a second. I don't know who needs to hear this, but can we stop with the whole narrative of 2020 is canceled? Like, 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 seriously, can we stop with 2020 is canceled? Because 2020, like, like, like everybody keeps saying, oh, this is a bad year. This is a terrible year. You know, this is the worst year. This is the worst year for you. You see what I'm saying? Like, like, stop lumping all of us into the shit that's going on in your life. This is a bad year for you. You having a rough time throughout this year. 2020 is not fucking my life up. I'm not having a bad year. And, and I really need y'all to keep that exact same energy. You know, the energy that y'all had January 1st, 2020, before we found out that we was going to be going through all the stages of Jumanji, before we found out about World War III, before we found out about damn coronavirus, before the world starts shutting down, before the racial tension, all of that energy, I still need you to fucking keep. Those goals that you had, I still need you to fucking keep. Because all of this 2020 is canceled and this, no, it hasn't been a bad year for me. And I, I say that not out of arrogance, but when I walked into this year, I said that I was going to be more sensitive to my environment instead of sensitive in my environment. And regardless of what my environment was going to throw at me, I said that I was going to learn it. And I did. I mean, shit, you know, I was up in L.A. speaking for my first live show, speaking for the first time. Let's talk about like the first anniversary of the show. Then fast forward, we in a different part of California, you know, getting together, just talking. It's crazy how things tend to just go in this type of roller coaster, because, yes, I was affected by the covid situation. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know where this is going. I just really just trying to like relieve my soul real quick, you know, just get all of this extra shit off of my soul real quick before we dive into today's episode. But I really want you to understand that, yes, good and bad both have happened to me, both good and bad. 
Did a lot of my shows get canceled or get rescheduled? Absolutely. But because of the coronavirus and because of all the bullshit that's just been going on throughout this year, I really want you to understand that it was because of that that led me down the road of becoming a published author. And yes, I got to say that again. You know, let's really just put some pressure on that. I'm a published author. You know, the one that used to get nervous when he spoke in front of everybody. You know, the one that can't read out loud because he stutters and stuff like that. You know, the one that has to Google every single word before he writes it out. Yeah, he's a published author now. And I I just really want to just take a moment and just say, like, don't get hung up on who you are two seasons ago. You don't even know who you're going to be now. Next. And 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 I promise you, I promise you, we're going to start the episode soon. I just I'm just trying to, like, clear my soul a little bit. One thing that I have learned this week is that I, I don't always have to talk about sit. I don't always know. I don't. If my heart's not in it, I can't talk about it. Let me rephrase that. If my if my mind's not a part, if my mind's not in it, I can't talk about it either. And there's there's a situation right now that I want to talk about so bad, but I can't talk about it just yet because I'm not fully educated. And when I say not fully educated, trust me, I'm not I'm not oblivious to what's going on, but before before I open my mouth and actually speak, I want to be able to speak with type with a certain level of passion, same way that I've always done. And it's not saying I don't have passion to this, but one thing I am lacking right now is a certain level of understanding that can only be picked up from learning it from other people, feeling it from other people, because right now you're only going to get it from one perspective. And I'm going to just be 100% with you right now. And I'm just going to go ahead and address it. I'm not talking about the Vanessa Gillian thing until I'm until I'm fully educated on it. Until I'm fully until I fully understand it. And I'm not saying it in the sense of do I know that sexual harassment is happening? Absolutely. Do I know that sexual assault is happening? Absolutely. But one thing that I want to do is be able to come at this the same way with the exact same type of energy that I came at it last uh, last month. So, 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 so please give me time. Please give me time to digest and understand and learn and be able to put that out there. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't know who need to hear this. And I'm pretty sure you listening to this episode right now. But listen here, enough with the dang on like, hey, I don't know why so-and-so ain't speaking on it yet. Keep playing with me. <laughs> but moving forward, the real reason why I, I just haven't, spoken yet is because in order to educate yourself sometimes you really just got to be quiet you know and I feel like that's one thing that a lot of us tend to do a lot you see what I'm saying like we 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 so in a hurry to get the answer out we so in a hurry to be heard we so in a hurry to quote unquote and I hope everybody can see me do my little you know you know quotation fingers but we so in a hurry to educate but we lack understanding And that was the one thing that I had to catch myself because that was last Monday's episode. That was supposed to be it. But I had to catch myself halfway through because I just wasn't, I felt like I was missing something. And before I could put something else out there like that, I just, I I, I had to hold myself back a little bit. So with that being said, moving forward, you know, I, I really wanted to tell myself, I really wanted to tell myself that you need to learn to educate. Let me rephrase that. You need to educate before you start speaking. And just because you are on a platform does not necessarily mean that you need to be the the first one to say it. So whether I'm the last person to say it, the fifth one to say it or whatever, as long as I clear my soul, I'm going to clear my soul on it. And 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 I say that because we've been with Black Lives Matter and with 
everything that's been going on, especially with the Vanessa Gillian, you know, um, again, sexual harassment, sexual assault. We're learning. It's not that we're learning new things. We're learning how to speak on it. We're learning how to address it. We're learning how to actually talk about it and it be, you know, that, that now we're listening for it. You see what I'm saying? So we're, we're all learning and we're all growing. And I didn't want to give that, that bullshit answer that everybody else had been given. But that was one thing that I had to learn this year, this month. Now, speaking of narratives, learning and everything of that nature, the one thing that I've learned, you know, especially with becoming a published author, is that we have so many narratives that we need to really unfuck. And I know I'm not supposed to be unfucking things on a Monday. You know, this is more motivational than it is anything. But can we really just get into the whole groove of we need to unfuck a couple of narratives? Okay. And the narratives, you know, I know we live in this culture right now, you know, where it's perseverance, you know, it's overcoming the obstacles. It's to keep pushing regardless of the situation. It's, it's never to quit, but I don't know who needs to hear this, but we really need to change the narrative on quitting. And for those who don't understand what I'm talking about, when I say the narrative on quitting, when I talk about the narrative on quitting a while back, when I was on a Cooper and Kristen show, Kristen had asked me, she asked, when is it okay to quit? And I actually had to take a step back. I really had to take a step back on that one because it's been, I've heard that before, but I've never really heard it. And we've all been in that situation before and we're all programmed in this whole idea that we can't quit. You know what I mean? And I remember I got on live and I asked that. And 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 as soon as I said, when is it okay to quit? Four people, never, 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 never. So it wasn't just me who thought this. You see what I'm saying? It wasn't just me who thought this. It was, it was, it was more than one. This is the community that I'm surrounding myself with. Let me phrase that. This is the community that I am in. We're programmed not to quit. And that's okay. That's I, I know first off, it's not the way we've been thinking, we're not wrong to keep going. But we also need to understand when it's okay to retract. And that's where the that's where the narrative needs to go, because, yes, you know, like we glorify the quitter all the time. And when I say like we glorify the quitter, I'm talking about as soon as, you know, we, we, we praise the people for not giving 100 percent. We praise people for the whole sense of, you know, they they tried one time. It didn't work. So we look for the easy way, not the you know, no, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the narrative that I'm trying to change right there. We still need to apply pressure on them type of people. We still need to create some form of, you know, increasing the emotional strength, overcoming the obstacles. But what I really am talking about, what I'm really am I, what I'm talking about is a lot of us, a lot of our goals. Some people have created these goals to have a slow leak. And when I say that you've created this slow leaking goal, it's like a tire that has a slow leak. And although you fill it up, you find yourself putting the exact same amount of air in it every single time. Every single day you got to put some new air in it. And, and, and it's not growing. It's just, it's just being sustained. And soon there's no love in it. Soon there's no happiness in it. It feels more like a chore than it actually does a hobby. Soon it's, it's just, it's okay to walk away from that. Some of y'all in relationships right now that there's no love in the relationship. There's, y'all don't love each other no more, but y'all stay for the sake of time. Y'all stay because of the sake that y'all got kids together. We're so comfortable with this whole idea that because, because there is time spent, 
that we can't give up that time. So instead of removing ourselves because of X amount of years invested, we continue to pour more years into it. And that seems like the most dumbest shit ever. We're constantly pouring more into the situation. But the thing is, is that that situation is not benefiting us. We're not receiving anything from it, but we refuse to let go because we have had it for so long. And I read this before. Somebody said that, you know, a lot of y'all are holding on to mistakes because y'all took time making them. You're holding on to a mistake because you took time making it. And I, and I just really want to just be the first one to tell you to give yourself permission to let go. Give yourself permission to walk away. So to answer her question, when it's okay to walk away, when it hurts you, when you no longer love it, when, when, when it no longer benefits you. And you remember when I said that things come in, things come in your life on purpose to serve a purpose. You know what I mean? They happen on purpose to serve a purpose. Some things happen for reasons, seasons, and lifetime lessons. And the moment that those reasons, seasons, and lifetime lessons have been used, you know what I'm talking about? Like that milk in the refrigerator that has passed its expiration date, it's time to pour it out, throw it away. You know exactly what I'm talking about. So if we're able to do that with the material things, then we need to start doing that with the goals that we set. It's okay to abandon the plan if the plan's not working. It's okay to get out of that relationship if the relationship is just not working. It's okay to be able to remove yourself because even though you have spent time making it, sometimes that it's time to just make it out. Y'all entangled in these type of situations just because there's time invested, but I can assure you all time ain't good time. Now, moving on into the other lesson that I've learned this week, and I really just want to take a moment and just say that this lesson that I learned, you know, it's so crazy because I really have to take a step back on this one. Just because, first off, there it is right there. Support. Before they can support you, you need to learn to support yourself. I will say that right again. Before they can support you, you need to learn to support yourself. See, when the book dropped, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm floored by the amount of support that I'm getting. And although I'm receiving support, I'm not paying attention to the support. I'm paying attention to the people that are not supporting me. You know, the ones that who are always, you know, commenting on my pictures or sharing my post or, you know, the ones that are so quick to say, oh, you got to give that, you know, you're going to change the world and X, Y, and Z. I'm waiting on them people to buy my book. I'm waiting on them people to share my stuff. Everybody else that's doing it. Yeah, I appreciate it, but I'm really paying attention to everybody else. You know, and I, it took, it, you know, it only took about an hour before I actually realized what the fuck I was doing. And I, re I realized it because we do this a lot. Imagine going to the gym, you making progress. And although people are saying, yeah, you know, your body, you know, you looking good. You don't see it. We get so caught up in, in, in paying attention to the negative. That we never realize, you know, we, we don't give the positive the attention that it truly deserves. And I, I had to take my, I had to catch myself because I'm over here looking at everybody that's not doing it when I'm not even paying attention to everybody that is. 
and when I say a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of people actually bought the book. Like, like I'm, I'm blown away. Like if you have not bought the book, you know, I'm about to shamefully plug it into this episode real quick. You know, the extraordinary thought from the ordinary mind. If you have not bought that book, then you're missing out on a key portion in your life on how to become a better version of yourself. Like it's got chapters in it. It's a book that you can just pick up and go as you can. You see what I'm saying? Like I've been getting a lot of good reviews on it. So, I mean, you should definitely check that book out. It's really making an impact and it's doing its rounds around the, you know, anyways, I really just had to take a moment and, and, and catch myself and just say, why are you so worried about who's not supporting you and start worrying about who is supporting you? And I really want to take another moment and just say that just because you can't see your blessing, that don't mean that it, that it ain't happening. Just because you can't see the support, that don't mean that it's not happening. And a good friend of mine, she, she told me, she said, you, you, you may not know it, but people are buying your stuff. They just don't share it. And right now my book is in a household. Three, three copies of my book is in the exact same household. Do you know what type of love that got to be right there? Like, like I'll say it again, three copies of the book is in the exact same household. That means each person bought their own copy. They're not sharing a copy. They're not sharing it. That's love right there. Because, you know, we all come from that household that, you know, we buy one copy and everybody just share it. That's love. And I don't, I don't, I don't do that to brag or boast. I, I do that to let you know that if nobody told me that, I wouldn't have known because they weren't going to put it on Instagram. My cousins are buying the book. A sergeant major reached out to me and she, she said that the impact that I'm making right now has made it to her. And I didn't even know that. I hadn't seen that woman in almost seven years. Let me rephrase it now. Let's come to a minute. Five years. Four years. There you go. So I'll tell you this right now. Just because you can't see your blessing, that don't mean that's not happening. And just because you can't see the support, that don't mean that it's not happening. And I, I have to say this because, you know, I'm, I, I said in the very beginning, they won't start supporting you until they start supporting you. And what I mean by that was, is that, you know, the people that you grew up with won't start really supporting you until the people that were strangers start supporting you. But before either party can even begin to support you, they are not going to start supporting you until you start supporting you. And I really need you to understand that, you know, the one that's trying to really step outside their comfort zone, people ain't going to start rooting for you until you start rooting for yourself. How the hell do you expect us to say that you look good, you are beautiful, you are X, Y, and Z, but you can't even tell yourself that. You are trying to sustain yourself off the compliments of others when you need to be feeding yourself these type of compliments. You over there worried about why ain't nobody rooting for your goals? Why ain't nobody pouring into your passions? Why do not, you know, what, what, what's going on? Why do not, why doesn't everyone feel my dreams? But you don't feel them. They won't start supporting you until you start supporting you. Please. And, and as I close this episode, I just really just want to just close it out with just gratitude. And I say I want to close it out with gratitude because I wrote a book and everybody and people supported it. And I really want whoever's hearing this that if you got something, you know, dream, aspiration, whatever the fuck, I don't know. Push for it. You never know what you're capable of until you actually start doing it. Shit. You don't know what you can do until you actually do it. 
And if you haven't gotten the book yet, you probably don't know exactly what I'm talking about. But I'll tell you this right now. Execution kills execution kills excuses every single time. Stop making excuses and start executing. You can you'll see exactly how far you can go. Now, with that being said, let's just go ahead and get straight into the outro. And just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Stay tuned Mondays and Fridays. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Meech Speaks. Once again, that's Meech Speaks. Meech is spelled M-E-E-C-H. Don't forget to share this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, follow this podcast, pass this podcast to somebody because this podcast was dedicated to helping everyone become a better version of themselves, even though I don't know what that type of version is. I just know that you can be better. Lastly, don't forget to grab your copy of The Extraordinary Thought from The Ordinary Mind available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. I think there's an electrical copy. You know what it is. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out.